Hey, everybody, it's on the Charlie Kirk Show. Bombshell news about how the RNC is spending, hopefully not your money, but money. And then we have Steve Bannon to cap off our Las Vegas Restoring National Confidence Summit. Jack Posobiec also joins us. Email us, as always, freedom at charliekirk.com. And subscribe to our podcast. Open up your podcast application and type in Charlie Kirk Show. Get involved with Turning Point USA at tpusa.com. That's tpusa.com. Sorry, high school or college chapter at tpusa.com. If you enjoy this program and want to support us and listen to these episodes advertiser-free, go to members.charliekirk.com and become a member. It's affordable for all income levels. It helps out a lot. That's members.charliekirk.com. Buckle up, everybody. Here we go. Charlie, what you've done is incredible here. Maybe Charlie Kirk is on the college campus. I want you to know we are lucky to have Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk's running the White House, folks. I want to thank Charlie. He's an incredible guy. His spirit, his love of this country. He's done an amazing job building one of the most powerful youth organizations ever created, Turning Point USA. We will not embrace the ideas that have destroyed countries, destroyed lives, and we are going to fight for freedom on campuses across the country. That's why we are here. Noble Gold Investments is the official gold sponsor of The Charlie Kirk Show a company that specializes in gold IRAs and physical delivery of precious metals. Learn how you could protect your wealth with Noble Gold Investments at noblegoldinvestments.com. That is noblegoldinvestments.com. It's where I buy all of my gold. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com. We have some bombshell news here, some exclusive news in just a second. She did a story last year, and it went very viral. Jennifer Van Lahr, she's going to be on in just a second. And it was all about the spending, how much money they spent on flowers, the money they spent on all this nonsense. And now a new bombshell report from Jennifer shows they basically fixed nothing. They did not listen to you. They didn't receive the feedback. They have continued their broken practices at the RNC. Jennifer, welcome back to the program Tell us about your new reporting that you're sharing exclusively here. Well, I went back to see if Rana had learned anything, like you mentioned um, in the intro, since the report last year and found she had not. In addition to the wasteful spending, we found that the DNC, in comparison, had spent in the things that they should spend on, like voter file maintenance, get out the vote texting, transfers to the state parties, while we have almost no cash on hand and have been spending on things like restaurants in Washington, D.C., floral arrangements and management consulting, that kind of thing. So, Jennifer, you have here in the documents that are now going to be going public, uh, the RNC, uh, despite raising less money than the DNC, uh, spent $1 million on management consulting. The DNC spent $114,000 on management consulting. What is management consulting? Well, it's it's a category that really doesn't have a lot of deliverables. It has uh, just coaching for executives. It could be almost anything that they decide they want it to be. It could also be not much of anything, uh, something where they just want to toss some money to people. I'm not accusing them of that, of saying that's what they did, but there's just, it's pretty nebulous and there's not really anything to show for it. Yeah. So the next one, Jennifer, I want to go through is flowers. You know, we hit the RNC for spending all this money on flowers and floral arrangements. Um, and they laughed and they just kept on doing it. The RNC hates you guys so much that even though we exposed them last year, they said, huh, you caught us. We're going to keep doing it. The RNC spent $70,328 on flowers. The DNC spent $795 on flowers. Jennifer, what's going on here? 
it's just insane. And everyone should remember, this is just in a 13-month period. So I'm not good at math, so I'm not even going to try to divide that. But that's a lot of flowers every month. And they don't have that many events. And like you said last year when we spoke, I think as a donor, you would rather win than have flowers at events. That's nearly $6,000 a month, nearly, that they're spending on flowers. That's 6000 Meanwhile, the DNC, $795. Let's go to the next line item here, Jennifer. Um, the RNC spent $39,000 on voter file maintenance, stuff they should be spending on. Their counterparts, the DNC, spent $235,000 on voter file maintenance, uh, nearly six times more than the RNC. Why is the RNC spending so much on flowers and not as much on voter file maintenance versus the DNC? Yeah, I would rather take that entire floral arrangements budget and put it into voter file maintenance and it still wouldn't be doing everything we need. And uh, when I sent it to the producer, I'm not sure if you have the screenshot, but the states in which the DNC spent the money were battleground states. We spent money in Virginia, which is a battleground, and then a bunch in Hawaii. (laughs) It doesn't make sense. Well, it makes sense if you're trying to shore up the national committee position in Hawaii because you're afraid that you might be voted out as chair. Let's go to the next line item. Uh, Over $116,000 was spent by the RNC for media booking consultants. The DNC spent $0. What's going on here? So there was one woman who had worked at the RNC before, and then now she's a contractor making $96,000 a year to book RNC people on media shows. In my mind, I work in media. That's pretty excessive uh, and Probably not very much needed because we know that people are going to want Ronna McDaniel or some of her surrogates on shows. I don't know that they need to be pitched to producers. So, Jennifer, we continue on this document. Um, The RNC spent $263,000 on limousines. The DNC spent $7,000 on limousines. Tell us about this. So there was actually a much higher amount. It all goes under transportation services in their category on the FEC. And then I noticed that a lot of them had the names limo in the title. So some uh, RNC members said, well, just because it has the name limo in the title doesn't mean that we're getting a limousine. We could be getting uh, little sprinter vans that take our donors to events or to the debates, that kind of thing. Well, I did find some expenses that seemed to go into that. That was about $46,000. So that left that $263,000 amount unexplained, many of which were in amounts that matched what it costs to get from Reagan National Airport to the RNC headquarters in a chauffeured vehicle. Yeah, so why not take an Uber? I'm I'm just, I'm really confused. I guess guess you need a limousine. This is not a serious operation here. Another really incredible line item, is get out the vote texting. So since Rana is spending $70,000 on flowers when the Democrats spend $700 on flowers, the Democrats, if they spent $235,000 on voter maintenance, the Democrats, 40, uh, Republicans, 40,000. But this is the kicker, GOTV texting. The Democrats spent $1.6 million to get out the vote. Republicans spent $86,000. How is that possible, Jennifer? Well, it's possible when you don't have the infrastructure to get these things done. There was one vendor that the DNC uh, sent that amount to, and it was a vendor that created things through the community organizing process. I'm not sure if it was through AOC or a different uh, type of candidate like her, but they, this uh, tech ecosystem that they built 
created this ability to send out all the bulk texts and have uh, accurate voter files because the DNC is spending on that. So the RNC just doesn't have the infrastructure to do it. So they just kind of toss the money at it to be able to say, oh, we're doing get out the vote texting. And it's just totally not enough. Well, obviously, $86,000 for the GOP, $1.6 million. So here's the here's the takeaway. The DNC is running a lean operation, outraising the RNC, spending their resources on get out the vote, voter file maintenance. The RNC is not raising as much money, but it has this over um, this incredible albatross of garbage that is occurring there. Okay, I want to go to, um, let's go to another one. Let's go to these state outlays. Can you give some details here? The Democrats are spending on swing states and Republicans are not. Can you elaborate on that? Uh, Well, on the state transfers to state parties, the DNC transferred $10 million more to state parties than the Republicans did. And that's vital because through the state parties, that's where you do the get out the vote things. That's where you support your local parties and your county parties and with the just shows that we're fixing to get our clocks cleaned in november if something doesn't change quickly in closing jennifer has the rnc shown any remorse or communication to you in writing this story um or has it just been hostile and rather bitter from the rnc uh it's mostly been silence uh, but also just uh bitter. Uh, They think that I don't have my numbers correct or wonder where I got the numbers. They're on FEC.gov. Anyone can download them and do their own analysis of them. I don't think that they like that. I would like to see itemized receipts of some of these things to see exactly what they were spent on so that the people that are donating and trying to save our country can have some accountability. Jennifer, uh, the story's going up on Red State. We're going to riff on this. And I just want to reiterate the numbers. The RNC spent $70,000 on flowers. Democrats spent $795. The RNC spent $1 million on management consulting. The DNC, $114,000. The RNC, $297,000 on office supplies. The DNC, $45,000 on office supplies. The RNC spent $116,000 to get booked on TV. The DNC spent $0. The RNC spent $263,000 Two hundred and sixty-three thousand dollars on limos. The DNC seven thousand dollars. The DNC spent one point six million dollars to get out the vote. The Republican Party only eighty-six thousand dollars. If you had, if you were controlled opposition and wanted us to lose, this is how you would spend your money. Jennifer, great work. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey everyone, Charlie Kirk here. For ten years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they are the only one. Glenn and the team have been great supporters of this program, which is why I'm so proud to partner with them. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious liberty, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, our military veterans, and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. So keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. Their team will help you find the best plan for your needs. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash charlie or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use offer code charlie. Join me and make the switch today. That is patriotmobile.com slash charlie. That is patriotmobile.com slash charlie or call 972-PATRIOT. Join me and make the switch today. 
That is patriotmobile.com slash Charlie and free activation using offer code Charlie. Look, I, we, we run a couple big organizations here at Turning Point USA and Turning Point Action. $70,000 on flowers. It's a joke. $70,000 on flowers. $297,000 on office supplies. And by the way, I understand you got you to run some, some operation, but I got to compare you to your competitor. Why is the DNC only need to spend $45,000 on office supplies? Okay, Jennifer Van Lar continues, and Seagal, Shada, Seagal, you're, you're, you're doing a great job in Nevada. What are your thoughts on this? You're in the grassroots. You're accountable to the people of Nevada. What, why are we putting up with this from the RNC? Well, I don't know why we're putting up with this and why we have been putting up with this. But Charlie, you know, I introduced the resolution on fiscal responsibility last week and got a lot of blowback. Um, because nobody wants to really discuss the big elephant in the room and thinks that Jennifer has been amazing at uncovering. Um, you know, there's a reason why we keep on losing. And when you look at Jennifer's numbers, what you really see is, you know, we don't invest in infrastructure. We give these crony contracts to our friends. And essentially what we're doing is we are destroying the Republican Party from within And that's why I decided to bring this resolution. And I want transparency and we all want transparency. Yeah. And so either Jennifer or Seagal, what is the path forward? How are you guys going to fix at this meeting? Is the is the regime going to listen to you? And don't are they at the very least embarrassed that they spend nearly I want to make sure I get this right, that two hundred sixty three thousand dollars on limousines and the DNC spent seven thousand dollars. What can we do to fix this? Do they listen to you? Well, first of all, it's exposing it, right? Because when the 168 has no idea what's going on behind closed doors, the first step is exposing it and then attacking this cancer that is living within us. It it is. It's an albatross of, you know, spending. And the only way that we could do it is go full throttle against the leadership and hopefully get enough people to join us to really, I mean, overtake what we've been seeing now. Jennifer, we're going to get a final number of cash on hand. Historically, is the RNC doing well? Are they raising record amounts of money? Are people supporting them in big ways? How are they doing versus other years? I don't have all of those numbers in front of me, but the fundraising numbers are way down. Uh, Their budget, I think, was 30% less that they ended up having to spend in 2023 than what they had budgeted. They did cut some of those bloated management consulting contracts back. One guy that was getting 20000 a month graciously went down to $10,000 a month. But, you know, they also paid $97,000 in management consulting to the man who's the treasurer for WinRed. I struggle to see what the, that person is contributing with management consulting. In my mind, if you're not a good, if you don't have good managers, get better ones. You don't spend $87,000 a month on management consulting. Uh, so... They just need to really investigate all of these expenditures and start running a lean machine. Yeah. In closing, guys, we're told the RNC is establishing a line of credit to potentially collateralize their building in D.C. Do either of of you heard this? What's going on here? Yeah, I've heard about it. And, you know, I just don't understand one thing. I don't even know what the source of this loan is. Is somebody getting a kickback for this loan? Why are we up to $10 million um, when we're already in debt? Uh, you know, it, it's just th- there's so much murkiness uh, surrounding the financials that 
there is there is a serious lack of trust in the fiscal ability at the RNC. And until uh, there's more transparency, I don't think that we should entangle ourselves with any more in any more financial issues. Yeah. Jennifer and Seagal keep fighting. This uh, this will prove to be an interesting week. But the most disappointing takeaway is that, okay, last year we expose it. We expected that they would correct some things. They said, oh, people are watching. They don't care. They know they're being watched. They stick a middle finger in your face and they say, yeah, we're going to keep on spending the money recklessly because I'm in charge and you aren't. That's the most disappointing part is that if we saw a cleaned up financial report, I would say, okay, you know, the message received. No, it's the opposite. They've leaned into this recklessness. They're almost proud of it. They have zero humility, zero reflection, zero admission that they could do stuff better because they have contempt for you, the members of the 168. They have contempt for the grassroots. Thank you both. We'll talk to you soon. Thank Thank you, you, Charlie. Hey, everybody. Charlie Kirk here. It's time to put some prep in your step with Good Ranchers New Year New Meat Special. Delicious, safe, and convenient meal prep is just one box away. 2024 is your year to ditch the mystery of the meat aisle and get the American meat delivered instead. Subscribe to any box and they'll add over two pounds of pre-trimmed, better-than-organic chicken breasts to your order for free. Not once, not twice, but every order for a year. Let me tell you, Good Rancher's Chicken will change what you know about chicken. It's pasture-raised, given zero antibiotics or vaccines, and is so tender and juicy you won't believe it's the same meat you've been eating most of your life. Simply go to GoodRanchers.com, pick your box, use promo code CHARLIE, and enjoy $189 of free chicken in 2024, plus $20 off your first order. Stock your fridge with easy-to-prepare, clean, delicious meat all year long. Not sure which box to use? choose from that's okay go to goodranchers.com promo code charlie that is goodranchers.com promo code charlie american meat delivered goodranchers.com promo code charlie just a second here we'll have the great steve bannon he just gave an amazing speech from las vegas at the restoring national confidence this thing is building in eyeballs it's going viral it's really starting to get traction and it has thrown the rnc off their game they just wanted a nice sleepy las vegas meeting Don't ask any questions. We're going to do some resolutions. You know, it's kind of a chill type meeting as they always have before. And this is just torpedoing their plans. And by the way, it's time to time to wake them up. It's time to get the RNC into an active posture because they have a lot of they have a lot to answer for. These financials are completely inexcusable. They're completely inexcusable. And I'll reiterate it. Okay, you have bad spending practices over a couple of years. That's unacceptable. It was shocking last year. But then you have this article that comes out a year ago from Jennifer Van Lahr saying, hey, RNC, here's all the bad stuff you're doing. And they keep on doing it. That's what's extraordinary. They got caught. They got exposed. Donors have been complaining about this. And they just keep on doing it. Steve Bannon joins us. Steve, welcome to the program. Steve, you gave a great speech. What's the vibe on the ground there? What's your take now in day two of the Restoring National Confidence Summit? Charlie, you've made it happen. I mean, this is a typical turning point USA action uh, conference where people are jacked up. I mean, I think yesterday went so well, and then you and Don Jr. culminated it, but it was people are jacked. I can see today coming on the show here early. People are very focused. So we've got, I just think we need to, to focus 100% what the problem is. And the problem is we're not united. And, and the reason we're not united, you have just horrible leadership. At the RNC, this mismanaged things. I mean, I just I started the talk by saying the New York Times report uh, 
Biden's got a quarter of a billion dollars in uh, PAC money. He's putting in TV and digital in the six battleground states. How are we going to compete with that when we've pissed away $350 million already on a phony primary and they're going to continue it all with Nikki Haley and raise another 150, 200 million bucks. You're going to be a half a billion dollars of money that's not going to come to any group here, right? To close the deal of Trump's big victory. So I think we're here. They're coming. I think we got to get very focused. You've got a bunch of people on the national committee that are furious that have put in all these resolutions about spending and resolutions about the credit facility, everything. But I think we're here and I think we got to bring this thing home. There's some new reporting, Steve, and I just want to catch you up on it. I'm sure you're going to cover it in the afternoon show. Jennifer Van Lahr, who we love, has a new bombshell story, an exclusive story, contrasting the RNC spending with the DNC spending. And here's some top lines here, Steve. You know, we, we complained about the RNC spending last year. They didn't change anything in this last calendar year. They spent $70,000 on flowers in this last year. The Democrats spent $795 by contrast. Steve, get this. The DNC spent $1.6 million dollars on GOTV texting, the Republicans only $86,000. And here's the kicker. Media booking consultants, Rana and the RNC spend $116,000 on media booking. The Democrats, $0. Voter file maintenance. The Republicans spent $39,000 on voter file maintenance. The DNC on 200, $235,000 on voter file maintenance. Now, let me play a piece of tape here that connects it. The RNC spending more on flowers than on voter file maintenance. Let me say that again. They're spending more on flowers on voter file maintenance, which is why this tape from your show this morning, Steve, is important. This is a grassroots warrior that says Turning Point Action is giving us what the RNC has failed to give. Play cut 22. Thank you to Turning Point. I've learned more in one day than I have in two years. What, as what, RNC what, okay, what are, the, what, what are two or three things you learned that you, you oh uh, my didn't gosh. know before? So, so they have, the Turning Point data people have dug down to precinct level, six precincts of mine that had target voters that were likely voters in 2016, 2020 that did not vote, and they're Republicans, down to 25,000 voters. I can hit those six precincts now with my walk list. I've never gotten that dug down from the RPOF or the RNC. Turning Point has done it. I'm taking it home to my people, my precinct captains, and going out and doing this now. 25,000 votes. That's amazing. It's huge. It's huge. It's huge. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Charlie Kirk. Thank you, Steve, for everything you do. Steve, they're spending more on flowers than data. That's why that clip is so powerful. Your thoughts, Steve Bannon? It, it just summed it up right there. You've got so many great people out here that are doing such great work, and they're strapped for resources. I mean, essentially, Turning Point's the new Turning Point Actions, the new RNC, but you can only do so much. What you guys have done of exposing what, what the reality is on the data and where the real votes are should be done by the RNC. The closing of the deal in 2020 should be the, the, the RNC. This is why it's got to happen. It's got to happen now. We don't have time to mess around. If we don't make, if there's not changes coming out of the RNC in this, uh, you know, in this meeting, then I think uh, it is going to be tough. President Trump will win. But it's going to make it so tough. This has yeah. to happen. And Jennifer, if you're telling me her article that I think was on Red State, we had her on a year ago. If, the, if, if there has not been significant changes in their spending on her new story, first off, I think, you ought, I think people ought to go to district attorneys and, uh, and start filing criminal complaints because uh, they're taking money under false pretenses. And they were warned and they swore in Laguna last year, they swore that all those days were over. And if you're telling me they took people's money uh, and, and continue that spending that Jennifer, I think, did on the red state analysis last year, if it's still just as bad, 
to me, that's beyond civil. People ought to go to district attorney and saying, hey, they misled me in, in taking my money because they're still spending it on on the lavish lifestyle. And, and to think that she needs to get a booker for 100,000 bucks, you book yourself. That's what the DNC doesn't do. You know all the producers. You don't need, you just need to make some yep. phone calls. I mean, yep. it's just another example of, of just a, out of control. But we, we need, we've taken action on everything else. We need to take action here. Well, no, and, and Steve, so just to reiterate it, this is according to Jennifer Van Lars reporting. It's another red state article that shows that there has been no behavioral or spending adjustment or improvement post the bombshell article last year. And that's just insulting, Steve. I mean, that's an F that's an F you that's an F you to the to the little donors. So the guys giving them the 50s. Well, I hope we've cut off. But that is an F you. Uh, we're not going to change. You didn't you didn't overturn us in Laguna. We're running this thing and we're going to spend the money exactly like we want. If that means all these bogus uh, debates with CNN and Fox and, you know, hanging out with these fat cats uh, at ABC, then this that if, if Jennifer's analysis is good as her first one. They just gave an FU to the grassroots. I agree, Steve. Can you elaborate? Joe Biden is building the war chest. He's doing $250,000 per plate fundraiser in Miami. And, and by the way, that's just the beginning. He's going to try to raise a billion dollars, the war industry, the pharmaceutical industry. There's a lot of special interests that are going to pipe money in. We need to try to have at least a competitive type war chest. And, you know, faith in the RNC is at an all-time low. Talk about what the Democrats are doing here. Steve, I totally agree we are going to win. The question is, will we have more ballots than them? That's a separate question, right? Those are two different questions. Winning and actually being called the winner are two different questions. Talk about Biden's war chest. It's, it's, it's January, and he just announced a $250 million, quarter of a billion dollar buy, and he timed it because, remember, Trump's gone through the phony primary. Now he's got to go into the lawfare, the meat grinder, Right. And, and this is, they're taking his company, they're putting him in bankruptcy. They have this other thing in New York, they're charging $88 million for this bizarro, right? All of this is happening and, and he's just starting, even with Fannie Willis, probably be in jail at some time. You got Georgia, you got legal, you got time, it's opportunity cost. Biden's announced in January a $250 million buy. That is going to be $1 billion when it's finished. $1 billion in seven states, digital and, and TV and radio. Biden's going to dominate the airwaves. You're not going to be able to, it's going to be a, uh, it's going to be a psyop, right? That you just overwhelm these places. And so they're just getting geared up. And you, like you said, the arms industry, the biopharmaceutical industrial complex, all of it, plus foreign donors. You got all these foreign guys running around, putting money in all these NGOs. You don't know what they're doing. The the forces arrayed against President Trump and the money in back of it is unparalleled in American history. And this is what's happening. And you have an RNC that has taken a $10 million credit line. And who knows? They haven't disclosed what the, the collateral is. Have to take a line of credit. Why? Because the small donors cut them off. Why? Because Jennifer's red state articles last year. And they swore, they swore and swore at Laguna. Those days are over. We're not going to do that anymore. She misrepresented. Ronna came all the thing. We're not happening. Won't happen again. And if what she's saying and, and she's pretty precise on the documents. And it shows you, once again, somebody internally leaked it to her because they're outraged. Then to me, that people that the, the small donors and others that were there, including some of the national committeemen who uh, Seagal tells me don't get to see any. There's no monthly statement of where the money's going. They haven't seen anything. That's why she put her resolution up. Then they ought to go talk to a, a local district attorney. Steve. 
uh, just I want you to riff on this. You're one of the best business minds out there. Talk about what it means to take out a line of credit and collateralizing. These are unusual, desperate steps, let alone for a major American political party. It's it, it. Look, normally the small donors, big donors come in. You got plenty of cash. You allocate your resources on your programs. It's usually a year in advance. And obviously you add to things that are working, take away from things that are not working. But remember, the small donors cut them off because of the fiasco last year at, at Laguna and people not believing them. And we went out of our way, which we don't often do, to say nobody should give them a nickel until they can prove what they're doing. And then when they started, and I beg these guys. When they started with the debates, I said, nobody's going to put a, a penny. It's $350 million they've raised and put into these debates, right? And they've allowed these other campaigns to raise this money and put it in, $350 million that didn't go to any of the great activities that you're talking about here or to set up like Biden's doing this massive war chest. And so they had to go get, I guess, their headquarters or something for collateral, go to a bank and take out a loan. And that loan is now going to pay, I guess, operating expenses. But it's $10 million because they're broke. They don't have cash. And the reason political parties don't do this is that they don't have a problem getting donors, particularly small donors. If people believe in their cause and what people believe in is President Trump, and they've seen with their own eyes that the RNC does not back him. They've got their own agenda and their own agenda doesn't raise any money. And so we are where we are. That's why we need to remove senior leadership And if it's not removed this week so we can get organized and team up with all these great people here, then I got to tell you, President Trump's uh, journey to his second uh, his second term and third victory is going to be even tougher. This is one that's an unforced error. Right. This is one we're doing to ourselves. And that's why we got to set things right this week. And and I just want everyone to understand there is this untapped resource, this reservoir of talent in the grassroots that is on display there that has been completely underutilized. You look around and you say, we have an all-star team. We're sitting on the Permian Basin of talent and we, we we're like drill, baby, drill. And the RNC is like, nope, sorry, we're just going to, we're not going to tap into it because we're afraid that they, you know, they, they, they might own guns or something. I don't know, or that they might be too conservative for us. Hey everybody, Charlie Kirk here. Mike Lindell and MyPillow employees want to thank my listeners for all your continued support. To thank you, they're having an overstock clearance sale right now for the best prices ever when you use promo code Kirk and you get free shipping on your entire order. Get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0 and the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived and won't last long. Get six-pack towel sets for only $29.98 and take advantage of the free shipping on larger items like mattresses and mattress toppers. The 100% made in USA on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the, as the bath towels that actually absorb dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, and so much more. To get the best specials ever, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-875-0425. Use promo code Kirk and get free shipping on your entire order. So call 800-875-0425 or go to MyPillow.com, promo code Kirk. That is MyPillow.com, promo code Kirk. I think so highly of Mike Lindell. He's a great patriot. He's a terrific person. Go to MyPillow.com, promo code Kirk. Jack, welcome. Uh, Jack is now with Steve Bannon here. Jack, what's been your impression on the ground here at Restoring National Confidence? I mean, Charlie, this is a historic event. I don't think anything has ever been done like this in American politics going back to, I mean, you really have to go back from historical sense and and talk about the, you know, the formation of, of, of the Republican Party itself out of the Whig Party, because that's, that is the level yeah. that this event is at, uh, the historical level, because what essentially the attempt is here is not to create a new party, all right, uh, at least in name. But what it is is an attempt to birth a new party 
within the current party yep. and really one that actually lives up to the ideals or a and host- the values. Or a hostile takeover. A hostile takeover. Uh, uh, a, it's a hostile takeover. A hostile takeover. I, I agree. It's either birthing or a hostile takeover. Here's why it's got to be a hostile takeover. We've given these people plenty of warning. The grassroots has given them plenty of warning. And I want to go back to a point you made that I can't reiterate enough. The talent that has come here on their own nickel is unbelievable. The, the efforts they're putting in every day is incredible. You have some of those dedicated people, uh, county chairs, precinct captains, people at uh, tons of, I think, 50 or 60 well, wait, national Steve, committee I, I thought I thought they always said that Charlie flies the audience in. That's how he gets all the people at the, at the, big, at the big events, Charlie, right? this thing's unbelievable. I tell you, the Thank dedication. You. I mean, our show, because the West Coast is on 7 uh, to, to 9 live, and we get here at like 5.30, and people are already here at like 6 o'clock, 6.30, enthusiastic, ready to go. It's been incredible. The talent pool you just mentioned, and not one of them have been contacted by the RNC or working anything in the RNC. And that woman, the p- types of programs they're talking about, they're getting done at the grassroots level. I mean, right on the deck plates, the RNC has never given them any information, no assistance, no data, no money, nothing. So they, they've shown what they're interested in. They're interested in hanging out with fat cats of the networks. They're interested in having all these big profiles in Politico that's not going to win elections. And their only task and purpose is to win and to close on wins. And they're failing across the board in that. They've got to go. You know, there's, there's a lot of dynamics at play here. And we need to unite the tribes. Talk about the primary. This is, and I was asked about this by some reporters. Interestingly, that hasn't been a primary topic of conversation here. You know, the, the media wants us to talk about the primary. Major Wall Street donors want us to focus on the primary. But Jack, correct me if I'm wrong, the grassroots here, they're really focused on like super detailed, the most detailed, focused audience I've ever been around. I see Steve nodding his head. They're talking about precinct and voter registration numbers. I mean, this this is a sophisticated audience. This is not just people, you know, running through a wall, right? Jack, can you riff on this? I, I'm so impressed by the wisdom and the intelligence of these grassroots people. Well, and at the end of the day, this is not your typical, it's, it's not your typical turning point conference. It's not your typical CPAC or something like that. This is a working conference of people who have put in the time on these campaigns, uh, working ground games, working ground operations in some of the toughest districts, by the way, in the entire country. So they know what the Democrats have been throwing at them. They know about the ballot harvesting operations that went on in 2020. They know about the illegality that went on in 2020. They've seen it. They want to find ways to counter it. These are people who understand their precincts because they live there. Right. These are people who understand their neighborhoods because uh, it is their neighbors, because it's the people they go to church with, the people they see at the shopping, uh, you know, the supermarket when they go shopping or whatever. And so they understand that the way to win is to win through those hyper localized areas. And so the is it a Trump audience? Sure, it's generally a Trump audience. I said something. Uh, I, you know, very gracious about the DeSantis supporters. When I got up and spoke, I said, look, I think there were good people there. I think the primary is frankly over. But what I, I really hear at this event is it almost it's 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 they know Trump's going to be the nominee. And they say, we want to beat the Democrats at the yeah. ballot box. And I did not I did not about. say good things about the DeSantis supporters or DeSantis. I think it's a total freaking uh, vanity play, just like Nikki. And, I didn't and say they, they're they're nice about yeah. DeSantis. No, no. But my, my <laughs> point is that. It's just a waste of time and money. We've wasted over a year. We wasted $350 million. It's going to be $500 million by the time Tricky Nikki uh, finishes this. It's distracted us. It's And we've wasted money. Think if you had $350 million to spread around to the people here. We would win. 
the White House with 40 states and 400 electoral votes. We'd win the House and the Senate. We'd have it uh, veto-proof in the Senate. We'd win governorships, state legislatures, town councils, school boards, all of it. That's what we could win if those resources were not diverted to a bunch of vanity projects. Ron DeSantis is never going to be the president of the United States. Full stop. Axios oh, they're saying the oh, he's, he's already working on 28. And I said, already hey, he, working he on doesn't it. Have, Mike Allen's, uh, that's a masturbatory fantasy, okay? He doesn't have the right stuff. You mean all of Axios N- or just that? N- just that. Nikki had tricky Nikki's not going to win. It's a vanity play for the donors who all want to be big shots, right? And for Rana and her team of highly paid. The reason this is happening is all about political operatives. It's all about consultants that are getting paid. They're getting paid 20% on these media buys. Checkbook That's what's happening. The, the, pe- the people here, the grassroots here, are not going to pay some operative 20% to do anything for them. You know why? They don't need it. These people have all had former jobs. Other jobs, they're smart and they're tough and they know how to get things done. And they're not going to have a bunch of consultants, Jeff Rose, come in and take their money and not have any results. Got to go, guys. We are just getting warmed up in Vegas. We have a whole day of work still ahead of us. God bless you guys. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Email us, as always, freedom at charliekirk.com. Thanks so much for listening. God bless. For more on many of these stories and news you can trust, go to charliekirk.com.